This is the Stockton-San Joaquin County Public Library. And welcome back to the Goodreads Virtual Book Club. I'm Brianna, and as always, joining me is... Jasmine. And this month, we read a book called The Librarian of Burned Books by Brianna Labuskies? Why not? Question mark. Who knows? Um, this one is a great one to read because it is Library Card Sign-Up Month in September. And then October, it's going into banned books. It's going into banned books week in the first week of October. And this book definitely touches on all of that, really. It's got librarians. It's got censorship. It's got banned books. Banned books. Book burning. It's got World War II. World War II. (laughs) uh, It's got romance. Pre and post. It's got romance. It's It's got got danger. Danger. Fights. Heartache. What, what more could you want? Gave me anxiety. An actual femme fatale that we both agree on for once. For once, yes. Which this may be the one and only time. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> we'll never know. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah. So I was just telling Jasmine that for the, for me, one, there is a breadth of World War II literature out there. Yeah. So it's the most covered, I think, of all historical events. Well, I wrote my history thesis on World War II. So, yeah. It's, it's covered. It's a lot. And I personally think that in terms of World War II fiction, there's better books out there than this one. It was fine. It was okay. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. It gave me anxiety. Uh, I think I did fall asleep uh, listening to, like, a chapter, though, because I had a headache and I had to lay down. I was listening to the book. That's fair. And I might have fallen asleep. Chapter 30 or something. As one does. <laughs> I did wake up, like, when action was happening, and I was... Then I had to put down, because it was giving me anxiety, and I was like, man, no thank you. I know what happened in World War II, and I'm still, like, getting anxious. Yeah, it is a quick read. I will say that. Yes. I pretty much read it all yesterday, for the most part. Yeah, I read it not all yesterday, but, like, at night. Yeah, well, not all day, but I read yeah. the whole book almost yesterday after yeah. work. Um, oh, that free time. Yeah. Tell me how that is. <laughs> it's lovely. <laughs> I feel like I have a little bit. Oh. So I have less, I have more than you, but less than some. Yes. I have none. <laughs> Correct. But yeah, I think for me, there's so many characters and there's so many plot lines and she was... tries so hard to make them all converge. I thought it was easy to follow. I saw the lines. I could like you could see what was going to happen mm-hmm. at the end or at least you need it. You like Oh, well, I could see what was going to happen at the end, but I was like this seems like a stretch. That to what which that Hannah would come to all New York. the plot lines converging at the end, and then having a beautiful, happy ending. For once, I'm like to slap this table because I am tired <laughs> of all these depressing books being so sad, and no one's happy ever. I'm like over it. Perhaps I have my anxiety and depression. <laughs> got to go back on Xanax. 
<laughs> just being in this book club. Which perhaps is why I didn't like this book as much, because it wasn't as sad enough for me. Perhaps. What is it? Stop. I can't. You don't need to be that sad. I need it. The world is terrible. Read something that makes it less terrible. No. Like, oh, people can be happy. Yeah, they can. Not to Brianna. No. Mm, no. People need to be miserable. To this books. other Brianna, they can be. Yeah, it's not you. Just not not me. No. Not miserable. me personally. You would just want them to, like, bomb the event? I don't know. It seems like it was just very surface level to me. Like, all of the characters, they didn't have... Some of them had more depth than others. But it was just, like, very wrote surface level characters i think uh, so i probably agree on vib that she had a little a little just a tiny depth but not as deep like she's a rich lady from new york mm-hmm. who fell up with she had some kind of romance weird triangle not triangle because no one can communicate which is such a dumb trope Romance novel tropes, speaking of, like we did book lovers, that was full of them. No one can communicate. You get Hannah and Althea and why they they can't communicate. Yes. Like, you get it. Uh, But I felt those two had a lot of depth. I feel like that would have been a better story and just cut Viv out of it altogether. Well, I think she needed Viv to put him together at the end. Yeah, because people need happy endings. They could have still had a happy ending. How? Part where grow as individual she was literally people living in the cliffs of Maine. That's her by her choice. Not, well, yeah, because she had no like backbone, but like still, I don't know. No, I need the happy ending. I'm tired of being sad. <laughs> I'm tired. I read enough picture books. I'm like, yes, let's all have happy endings. We need it. That's fair. And it's like, I don't mind a happy ending. It's just, I'd like a realistic ending. And this was, like, stretched for me. It didn't seem, none of this really, I don't know. It, again, it's very surface level. We read out one thing in this book, and there was a femme There was a femme fatale. Everything else, <laughs> throw it away. We're just, I'm just. You know, it's about time I didn't love something, though, isn't it? Yeah. It's about time. I don't love anything, so. You like this? I liked it. Do I love it? Would I read? Well, like, I would. I rarely reread books. Rarely. It's yeah. It depends on the book. Yeah. Um. I mean, I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. I. It was okay. For me, it was okay. I liked it. I mean, I would. I would recommend it to somebody. Would you recommend it to somebody? No, because there's better ones out there that talk well, about the can, same thing. You could recommend it with like you know. Hey, this is new. Try that out. That's fair. And, you know, some people would really love it. Because, you know, maybe they've read all. They might have read the rest of them. There's a, well, there's a ton. Could you ever read them all? I mean, they they gotta stop making them. They gotta stop. I don't, I had somebody ask not to get recommended a World War II uh, fiction. I like it. We want, they wanted historical fiction, and they said, please no World War II. Because that's like. A majority of the historical yes, fiction out is. there is I World War II. I, I mean, I get there's a ton of fodder for it. There's many different fronts. A lot happened. It's recent enough where it's still kind of in people's memory spaces. I think people are so... And there's so a definitive, at least the way the media portrayed it, there's a very definitive good versus evil to yeah. it. Whereas later wars, not so much. Yeah. So I, I see yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's just a hard, like, there's so many atrocities. 
Yes. That it's like, can we, can we stop? Like, I know it's good to bring it up so we don't repeat it. Mm-hmm. Which, if you read some of the quotes, you're like, mm-hmm, yeah. I will say Hannah's speech at the end, the very end, when they come together yeah. in New York was amazing. Yes. Super good. Very well written. I enjoyed yes. that part a lot. I enjoyed the book, though. Althea, I didn't enjoy, I didn't enjoy Althea as a character or... Again, there's there's so many characters. There's so so there's three main protagonist characters and three separate plot lines and like time points. Yes. To follow, which is fine it's, enough. I think the reason it confused me is because they're literally almost the same person. Like all of them are like the same person, and they no. they have the same way of speaking and the same type of voice. And I was like, okay. So I listened to. So I read. The paperback. Mm-hmm. I listened to the audiobook and I read it on Kindle. And I could see your point if you just read the book. I just read it on Kindle. If you listen to it, you can hear the difference. I mean, obviously, because the, the person speaks differently. Mm-hmm. But because Hannah had a, a like a German accent, mm-hmm. so you can you can hear it. But I don't know. I felt yes. Uh, there are probably times where. I don't know, Althea might have gotten mixed up with Viv, but Viv mm-hmm. was so more vibrant than Althea. She yeah. She was such a, I don't know, country mouse. Yeah, yeah, country okay. mouse, city mouse. Yeah, country mouse, city mouse, and then German mouse. Yeah. I think of all of the characters, Hana is probably the best, like, fleshed out. Yes. Uh, and the most interesting yes. to me. Yeah. Um, Viv is, is fine. Like, she's obviously there as a plot device. I feel like she lightened it up. Like, you, so you had that romance with her and Hal. And, like, mm-hmm. the, the Edward thing. Like, the beginning yeah. of, like, Edward. And then you kind of piece it together, finally. And I felt like that lightened up the story. Yeah, it did. And you kind of knew it because it dark. was too much. <laughs> That's probably why I liked her so fast. <laughs> too dark. Like, I loved it. <laughs> is never happy. Nope. Everyone's betraying her. It was rough, though. I agree. But so we start the book with Althea, and she just comes... We start the book with Viv. I thought we started with Althea, like the little prologue, and she comes to... It's like a small bit, and she comes to Germany, and she meets Diedrich, and it's like beautiful, and then we jump to Viv. two pages is like Viv getting a letter from Edward. this is this is how much... It resonated Dude died with me. in the first two pages, he man. Did. Reading those books. <laughs> Reading those books, man. Oliver Twist. But I will. Let me see. Jasmine is probably correct. But I feel like... Yeah, Jasmine is right. Yeah. It starts with the telegram. Let's keep saying that for the rest of the time. <laughs> That's the only time I will say it. Oh, I don't like Ever, it. period. <laughs> I need more. And then it goes. So yeah, the first, the prologue, and then the first chapter of Viv, and then it goes to Althea if she comes to Germany. But yeah, so Viv's husband Edward dies. Um, in the first, then the prologue. It's not even the first chapter. Um, yeah, and then Althea's in Germany, and you're like, mm-hmm. okay, this feels all right. This feels safe. And then he hands her, Dietrich, her mm-hmm. handle. And this is 1933 Germany, yes. by the way. This is before. This is before. The, the war. This is like as Hitler is rising to power. Yes. 
and then like he's like, okay, Dijek doesn't seem like a bad German. No, he seems okay. Yeah, at the beginning. and you're like, okay, this is okay. Like, all right, where are we going? And then he hands her Mein Kampf, and you're like, yeah, cool. Well, now we know where this is headed. And then you think Althea is a bad guy. You do. You're like, oh, she's going to... Well, that's how she's set up. Yeah. Because you... Like, because this is jumping, you know, in different time points, when we meet Hana, we meet her later in, like, 1936 in Paris, and she's already talking about how Althea betrayed her. The timelines were easy to follow because... Althea's was in 1933 and mm-hmm. it stayed in 1933 until you got to until the end. Until the end. Mm-hmm. And then so was Hannah's 1936 in Paris until you got to the end. Mm-hmm. And then and it, uh, and then Viv's was 1944 mm-hmm. and then until you got to the end. Right? And all that made sense to me. That was easy to follow that, for me. The timelines were fine. It's just the people like and you they're knew every chapter is gonna be a new timeline they're all the what same what are you doing no what are you doing like all the people are did you read the, the place read the place yeah the i year. read the place i read the year yes easy but like i swear the the three characters are so similar to each other i disagree well disagree. can agree to disagree per usual per usual <laughs> 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 be a book that we are on the same page about we, I Eventually. Think, I think it would have to be a book that we both absolutely hate. Probably. Well, we both really love Cersei. Oh, yeah. That's a great so, there, we were on the same page there. Yay, for once. Um, and if we were villains, Shakespeare. That was a good book, too. That's not what this podcast is about today. No. Okay, we're back. We're back. <laughs> we're back on the train. Librarian of Burn Books. These three women that are the same uh, woman. So I think the storyline was easy to follow. So we're following Athea, and then she gets the mind comp. Mm-hmm. She's there because she wrote a bestseller. Yeah. Um, and so, and she has German ancestry. Yeah. And the Germans want her for good publicity in their yeah. country and to go back to America and be like, Germans are they're great. Wonderful. Like, they're, Hitler's great. Everything's yeah. going good. You should totally follow his lead. And alienate, and then start, you know, being a murderous B-word. Um, so, and then we hit Hannah, who's yep. in Paris, mm-hmm. who's just riding her bike, going to her going job, work, doing her thing. Going in to get some nice pastry nice and a pa- coffee. You know, giving you that idyllic Paris vibe. Of like, yeah, she know. loves Paris in the winter. Yeah, well, uh, she, I don't know if she loves Paris, but she's, like... Well, that's her favorite time to be in Paris is in the winter. Yes. To be a person who's, like, my favorite time to be in Paris is in the winter. Because it's dark and depressing. Oh, my God, calm down. Calm. I was talking more, like, to live in Europe and be able to go to these different countries so easily. Yes. Like, with us in our states. It's, like, it's oh. so... Even just our one state of California. I know. We're too big. Um, so, and then, so, and she's, you know, so we learn about, she's working at the Jewish library, Mm -hmm. and they're, you know, trying to uh, raise awareness about Hitler banning books, and, like, we need this knowledge to know what's going on. Uh, Germany has yet to invade France. No, not yet. It's gonna come, but, so she's just chilling out in Paris, and then we get 1944, Viv, Mm -hmm. who is giving books to the troops. Yep. Uh, the ASEs is a big thing, and TAF, 
Senator who, Robert A. Taft. Who we had to figure out who he was. I was like, was this the, the son of William Howard Taft, who yes. was a president. He is awful. Because I was like, I don't remember a lot about Taft. I was like, but this man's awful. The only thing I remember about Taft is I think this is the president that had the picture in the bathtub. What? Yeah. What I, I, did you go I will to? Google it. Lodi High School, man. <laughs> I literally only have Laffy Taffy in my head right now. Because <laughs> um, Taft was a large man. He was a large man. And they all had that sporting mustache just going on until Wilson. I loved it. Um, oh, she's going to show me a picture of a, a man in a bathtub. <laughs> this is not safe for work. What are we <laughs> Why does he have a baby's hand? <laughs> That's definitely um, <laughs> not the real picture, but wow. Okay. Look at this strapping young man. Oh. We're looking at pictures oh, of William Howard Taft. He got stuck in the bathtub. He got yeah. stuck in a bathtub. That's a, that's a feat. That is something. So maybe that's why his son was such a jerk. Maybe. Because people made fun of his dad getting stuck in a bathtub. But so, yeah, we get around to Viv who, what are you... <laughs> Taff goes on to Instagram live. I, I will it. stop now. <laughs> We're never gonna get this podcast done. Distraction uh, City. So Viv is trying to get um, books to the ASC, but Taff put in an amendment to um, what was the what was the law? It was, it was like the, the soldiers, the veterans. So it was basically allowing them to vote, even though oh, they're yes. still overseas, the, but they the, can still vote in elections at home. The, yeah, the soldiers voting. And this one was, like, snuck in. Yeah, because you know those congressmen need to stick in amendments everywhere. Um, so he stuck in an amendment of censorship because he didn't want them to read books that, like, open their mind to anything else other than America. Um, so she was fighting it because mm-hmm. that limited the amount of books or what kind of books they can send them. And, you know, she needed, wanted to send them more. And those yeah, yeah. books really helped the soldiers. So yeah, that's, it helps boost morale and yeah, get mean, them fighting. Think Well, get them thinking about something different yeah, other than, than dying. Yeah. Who, would, who wouldn't want a book in the, in the war? So, that's where we're at in the beginning. Yeah, and she feels extra strongly about it, too, because um, of that letter in the very beginning that Edward sent where he was saying that they appreciate the books that she sends to him and her care packages to him and how all of his troop really loves it and it helps boost morale. Yes. And that's why she's so... Also, she's a rich lady from, like, Manhattan and they have Mm -hmm. to have a cause because then they wouldn't be doing anything. She's she's the a lady life. of the cause. The life. <laughs> you gotta. What are you gonna do, ma'am? You gotta have a cause. She got one. She got it. Uh, it's a good cause, though. It is a good cause. It is a good cause. You know, and then like the basis of this bill would be blocking pretty much almost most books from being able to be sent to soldiers, except for somewhat of a political propaganda type of deal. Yeah, and then as we you know as we learn from history and we learn in this book. The start of censorship can start other things. Um, so then we go, I think, back. So it goes, I think it goes Althea, Hannah, Viv. Althea, Hannah, Viv. Mm-hmm. 
Where'd you go, Viv Althea? I think Hannah. it goes Viv Althea, Hannah. Yeah. Sometimes it switches, but that's pretty much mostly how it goes. Yeah. So then back to, um, I guess with Althea, she she's getting into the German. She goes to one of the rallies, mm-hmm. one of the Nazi rallies. That yeah. She doesn't think is not. She doesn't know it's the Nazis yet. Like she knows they're what were they? The NSDAP? Yeah. Um, the Nationalists. So she knew they were Nationalists. Yeah. And she's being told this is going to be great for Germany. And that's, I mean, that's the, the garbage they said. It's going to be, because, mm-hmm. you know, they started the Great War, the World War One, for shooting that prince. Um, you know, doing great things. Uh, and they're like, okay, you know, they just want us to suffer. He wants us to be great again, you know. So, you know, we need to be a united Germany. We need to have uh, pure German lines, yada, yada, yada. And she's like, okay, well, that doesn't sound that bad. Like, who wouldn't want their country to be uh, okay? And who wouldn't want our... um, My brain. Wouldn't want our what? I don't know. I got distracted by your typing. Sorry. Um, you know, who wouldn't want our country to recover? Because mm-hmm. they were, what is it, do, the Deutsch? No, that's a, that's a language. That's, that's German. Yeah. Is that their, but what is their currency? It was pretty low. Oh, it's the they're bankrupt. mark. The mark, yeah. Yeah, no, they had a crazy high inflation rate. Like, people after World War One because they had to pay such high reparations yeah. for World War One. Uh, their inflation rate went bananas, and they basically, like, burned money for fuel and heat because it meant nothing. Yeah. No, yeah, it was insane. So, yeah, you understand, like, they would want to read a train or a plane coming in. There's a very loud noise. I don't know what's going on. Or maybe, I don't know. You guys, we're going to get it. We're going to do we're, it. We're going to focus in now. We're, we're, gonna, we're here. We're here. We're with you. Um... So, yeah, so she got it. She understood it. And she's mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, I'm prideful. Because she never felt like she had a belonging in Owl Point. Owl, owl Head? Owl Head? Yeah, Maine. Owl's Head. Owl's Head, Maine. Uh, Which sounds so much like Cabot Cove. I'm just yeah. like, is Jessica Fletcher going to pop out of the woodwork here? What? Who? Where? Murder, she wrote. Nope. Yes. Never read it. Never watched it. Watched it as a child. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> we'll get back on track now. I forgot your grandma like raised you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um. So yeah. So she was feeling like she belonged. Dietrich is a handsome man. He is very handsome. And she gets her first kiss, yeah. which is very exciting for her. And she was, you know, feeling all the feelings. Yes, all of the feelings. And so then we hop back to Hannah. Well, and I mean, they're basically love bombing her. Yes, and she's before that became a term. Yeah. She's like, this is wonderful. I've never felt so involved and so part of and had friends. Yes, before I feel special. Yes, and she never thought she would feel special. And then we have Hannah, who is German. Yes, living in Berlin. Mm-hmm. Uh, though we don't know that because that only comes with Althea's storyline. Yes, but she's living in Paris. And for a long time, Hannah's, like, story, like, while she was in Paris, was not interesting. I will give you that. It was, like, she was just working. She was, yeah, she just working. She just working. 
She's just working. She's kind of reconnecting with her Jewish culture and practices while she's in Paris. She's just and she's waiting for news on her brother Adam. Yes, and she's waiting for news on her brother Adam, who and, has been arrested as a political prisoner and put in a concentration camp. And we knew Alf, and she blamed Althea for it. So yes. we knew there was some tension, which I can't deal with. Like, do not tell me so much tension in the beginning, because then I'm like. We trying to get this book done fast. So I'm like, what is this tension? I need to get it out of me because this is giving me anxiety. Like, I'm not living these people's lives, but I have anxiety now. I couldn't sleep one night. I was, like, up till 3 in the morning because I'm like, oh, like, my anxiety was, like, too high. And I'm like, this is not good for me. That's how Jasmine felt. I felt nothing. <laughs> I thought there, there were, like, almost no stakes in this book. Adam died, ma'am. He did die. She got murdered. He got murdered in the There's concentration camp. I don't know. I, don't, I just, they, none of the characters were very in-depth. I think because we had so many protagonists and we jumped so many times between them, none of them really had, like, the opportunity or the space to, like, really get fleshed out. No. Uh, so I it wasn't attached to anybody. I was I was attached to Hannah and the people that she loved. I liked Hannah the best. I liked I liked Viv and we're just going back to the beginning. Viv, Viv and uh, Hal's story because it was yeah. light and I needed something light. It's cute that when they played baseball, that was cute. Yeah, Althea, I don't care. I, I mean, she's all right. She she cool. I'm glad she, her and Hannah like got together. They got reconnected. That's so, cool. So I guess, I don't know, story's hard to, like, talk about because it's too much and too little all at the same time. It is. It, there's, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of plot. There's a lot of characters. And I don't feel like there was enough time to get any of it really flushed out yeah. to, like, really resonate. So I guess let's go with let's go with Althea and Hannah. They meet in Germany. Yep, they meet in Germany. Uh, she meets her his brother Adam. Yep, she meets Hannah's brother Their Adam. Assistants. He's reading Les Mis. Oh, so um, so um, he's part of the resistance. They want to fight mm-hmm. back. Yep. And she also meets somebody else who's also another American in Germany, oh, brought yeah. on by the Nazi Party. Devereaux. Devereaux, who is taking. Basically making propaganda films. Yes. Um, for the Nazis. And she's the one that introduces her to Hannah and the crew. Yes. Uh, at this... Uh, cafe. Ca- the cabaret. Oh, yes, the cabaret. And then they go to the Nightclub. Yeah. Well, she meets Hannah and Otto at the cabaret. And then she meets Adam at and the, the resistance of the mm-hmm. cafe. Yes. So, all that's happening. And then... Um, do we, I mean, do we even bounce back to Viv? Like, should we do a timeline? I mean. I don't want to bounce back and forth. It, there's a lot mind. of bouncing back and forth. And a lot of, like, that's the thing, okay? So, <laughs> a lot is happening sometimes. Well, a lot happens in Althea's timeline. Not so much happens in Han- Hannah's 1936 timeline. And yeah. then Viv's timeline is a lot of filler, Mm-hmm. To just get to the point of the book, which is bringing Hannah and Althea back yeah. together. Yeah, a little bit. It goes like a little bit. Sprinkles a little bit of like what happened with her and Edward and Hal. Mm-hmm. And most about ASE. Yes, a lot about the ASE. I don't want a book about event planning. It's it. That's basically Viv. Yeah, I'm like, I don't need it. She's got a lot of gumption. She's got a lot of, she got a lot of gumption. We she's like funky. It. Yeah, she's that New Yorker, right? Mm, yes. <laughs> 
What was that? What was the lady's name from Book Lovers? God, I don't even remember. Oh, fiddlesticks. <laughs> what is that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know you what that know gesture that? was. <laughs> what was her name? Anyways, it doesn't matter, but she's like her, but softer. <laughs> Just like her. Just a New Yorker. Everyone writes to a New Yorker the same. They all have spunk. No one else in the world has any more spunk. I feel like a lot of people who write New Yorkers write them very similarly. Yeah, they're all they're all full of gumption. <laughs> all full of gumption. If you have gumption, please go to New York. You're gonna make it. And then Californians are like always super laid super back. Super laid back and chill. Yeah, we have no gumption. <laughs> Surfing. We surf to school. Yeah. All day. All, All day, day, every day. Live in those beaches. <laughs> um, yeah, so Hannah and Althea's story, when they connect, is the most interesting part of the book. It is. We get to the Nazis book burning. Yep. The Reisdag burning. Mm-hmm. We get to Althea finally figuring out the Nazis are bad. Yep. Took her a while. It took her a long time. Yeah, and then she didn't want to, like, say anything because she didn't want to feel like she was... A part uh, of it. Yeah, or a bad person. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you don't... Well, and that's the thing with Althea is, like... So, she really... She lives a very fantasy life in her mind. So, and she says that, like, when she goes through the square, this is, like, the first hint... That she's like, whoa, what's actually going on in Germany here? Because mm-hmm. they're literally, like, there's a SS officer, like, sk- taking the skin off a man's back by well, whipping him yeah. in the street. And then he's, like, hitting a woman in the face. Because she married and, a Jewish man. Yeah, because yeah. she married a Jewish man and she's a traitor. And Althea was like, if I was a book character, I would go up to that guy and say, this is wrong, but I'm not, so I'm just going to continue on my way. Yeah, and Hannah made the point that this is not all about you. And I think, like, that needed to be really clear to her. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think for Althea, like, she's lived a very sheltered life. Yeah. So she has, I mean, I, everybody's the main character in their story, right? But she hasn't really had very many experiences outside of her small, like, home life to compare it to. But, I mean, even people that were surrounding them didn't do anything. No, nobody did. And that's that's a problem that we see then, now, and we'll probably see in the future, where you, like, you don't want to get involved. Mm -mm. Um, But then Althea does get involved later. And I was like, good for you. You stuck up. You stuck up for yourself. Yeah, but you also, like... Kind of. You knew, like, that was a bad... Like, nah, man. Like, there's a way to stick up for yourself, but don't do it in public. Don't do it like that. Like, that's just gonna get yourself killed. Like, you can... She almost did. Like, you see what they're doing? Like, be smart. Can't... No can do. (laughs) No can do. (laughs) No can do. My brain not work that way. Hers doesn't. So... She's... It's like an on-off switch. (laughs) I mean... So we get to the book. Like I'm skipping a whole bunch of this book because it can't be. There, there's a lot of filler with the ASEs, and the, I mean, there's some good action in there too. But yeah. like, there's for some chunks of it. It's a good story, but I don't feel like it needs to. I don't. Again, it needs some parts needed to be longer. Some parts needed to be shorter. Yeah. So we get to like where Althea. So Althea and Hannah have this. Will they, won't they? Yes. Are they, aren't they? Aren't, Hannah, aren't they? Hannah is out. She's, yeah. And Althea doesn't quite know what she wants to do. 
Or she doesn't understand the feeling she, she's having. No, but she is very attracted to Hannah. Yes. Hannah sounds like a very attractive she lady. She sounds hot. So, yeah, yeah, I Hannah, get it. Hannah sounds amazing. It's like, wow, okay, maybe maybe I am too. Maybe. Hannah. I don't know, Hannah. <laughs> maybe I'll leave my husband for you. I don't or know. Hannah. <laughs> only Hannah, though. Yes, only Hannah from 1933. Yes. Yes. So, so they're doing the will you, won't they, and then they do. They do. And it was amazing for her, I guess. Like, opened up a new avenue of, like, thinking and Mm -hmm. feeling and, like, being, like, this is what it should feel like. And then you go from that high, high to a low, low. To the brown shirts coming and taking her and... Mm -hmm. And uh, then Hannah thinking that you ratted her brother out. Because she was in the Nazi office for 11 hours Mm -hmm. and they knew just to detain her, not to hurt her. Because she came out with no scratches, no bruises. No, because she's going to have to go back to America. Yeah. yeah. You don't want the Americans knowing, because what happens when we get to know stuff? We're, like, at this time, uh, I'm pretty sure we're working on an atomic bomb. Mm-hmm. So, um, Clue and Oppenheimer, if you haven't seen that movie, haven't. it's great. Haven't seen it. Watch it. It's a great movie. Um, so... You know, um, she thinks she rats out her brother because yeah. they... Because Hannah told her well, where yeah. her brother was when they yes. had their... They spent the night together. And, and Hannah didn't realize that she had also told other people. But, well, she told But Otto. she told people she thought she could trust. Which is Otto. When she felt, she's like, this is my right arm. Yeah, well, yeah, she and Otto are, like, bringing it back to the Muppets, like Bert and Ernie. <laughs> First of all, Bert and Ernie is Sesame Street. Whatever. They're <laughs> puppets. They are. We are puppets, but Muppets and puppets are different. Fine. If you insist. <laughs> it's, uh, who are those two old craggly people? Yeah, the theater guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah they're, they're like that. They're that. That's them. But they're very connected. Yes. They're, like, That's they have, like, brother. a... Yeah. They it, grew up in their... They grew very up, sibling bond. Yeah, they grew up as kids together, and they figured out they both did not like the opposite sex together. Yeah. So, you know, you have Bonded that bond. Bonded for life. Yeah. Ish. I mean, yeah, she treats him like a brother. Until later. Until later. Until she finds... So, Otto comes and says, hey, they have Adam. Mm-hmm. Uh, Althea comes out of the Nazi office yeah. unharmed. And so Hannah puts two and two together, believing that Althea is the one that told where Adam was. Yes. Therefore, breaking their bond, she never wants to see her. Mm-hmm. Althea is crying in the streets. Yep. On the ground. On the ground. Crying in the streets. And Hannah is like, I never want to see you again. Yeah. Goodbye. Dead to me. Basically. Yeah. You are dead to me. And so from there, Althea packs up. Because she has, like, I think three more weeks in Germany. Yeah. But she's like, I'm out. She's done. She packs up. Packs up. She leaves a book, Alice in Wonderland. She leaves Alice in Wonderland and, and a note in the interior for Hannah. Yes. Um, Which Hannah does keep the book. She keeps the book. Anna Althea writes her a bunch of letters through the years. All the time. And through, she keeps those, Through too. Dev. Yeah, yeah, and she keeps them. She doesn't open them, but she does keep them. Yes. Um, so there's still something there. Yes. Because she's not just tossing them. Mm-hmm. Now, where are we? Hannah goes to Paris. Hannah goes to Paris. Adam is captured mm-hmm, because her parents have also fled because mm-hmm. it's starting to get really, really bad in Germany. Yes. Um, and 
there are many, many Jewish families who were able to immigrate to other countries during this period and not be in Germany any longer. And then while she was in Paris, she learns that her brother, after three years in in a concentration Mm -hmm. camp, was executed. Yes. Even though, like, they had a trial, which is very unheard of, yeah, for political prisoners. And so, you know, she's obviously devastated from it. Yeah, she's reeling. Yeah, and Otto's in Paris with her. Mm -hmm. So they go out to do something, and then Otto's, like, really, since they've moved to Paris, like... He's changed. Yeah, decline. Snappy. He's he's snappy. drinking. Yep, to excess. Yeah, so they get a fight with Germans because they were, like, catcalling Hannah. Yeah. And then uh, she was, like, just walk. Like, obviously, any woman in... Any time of just walk life. away. Yeah, we just walk. Keep walking. Don't don't acknowledge. But Otto can't do that. Yeah, he punches in the face and he gets basically beaten, almost to death. Yeah, Hannah tries to like help him too. She gets hit, mm-hmm. and so now she's taking care of him. He yep. lives. She's taking care of him, and then Althea they, is back in Maine. Owl's Head, Maine. But we don't really hear. A we lot don't from, hear. We don't hear from Althea. Like, basically, when she leaves Germany in 1933 until 1944. Yes. We don't hear about her again. We, we know that she wrote a second bestseller. Yes. That was, that was even bigger than the first one. Yeah, and darker and about, about censorship. Yes. And um, she's a recluse. So She's a recluse. Because she, there's a lot of articles, too, about how she's been a Nazi supporter and... Yeah. And then how she, like, you know, never talks to the press. And Mm -hmm. so Viv's story point is trying to get Althea because that would be such a good... A big get for her ASE program, trying to make sure that the books that she's trying to send aren't going to get censored by the bill that Taft has passed. Yes. And her friend sends her to the Jewish library. Yes. Um, And who happens to be there? Who's the librarian? Hannah. Hannah. Of course she is. So that's how we get Viv. So Viv's trying to get Althea. Mm-hmm. She knows Hannah. She's trying to get now. She's trying to get Hannah because she like Hannah's like a real inspiration. Hannah's a great speaker. Hannah's just amazing. Hannah's incredible. Hannah's a superhero. I'd love to read a book just about Hannah. Spread her letter. Go. All right, Brianna. I can't pronounce her last name. A letter. Like just give us just a give whole us bio. a whole book about Hannah, please. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure she did. <laughs> <laughs> since what it was um so uh now we go back to hana where her mm-hmm. her story starts getting interesting yes yes because we see a blast from the past dev. in paris we see dev dev's there shooting a film and she's being real cagey well she's making out with german sh- soldiers well they're calling her you know not nice names and but like she'd be really cagey because like mm-hmm. they had a these three had a really close bond yeah. in 1933 Germany like they were really close and it's Dev is acting like she doesn't really know them at all or want to be with them. Well, I mean, if you're with a German soldier going into a German uniform store, and you see your Jewish friends outside, you probably don't want to call attention to them. In front of that person, the the mm-hmm. German soldier person, I wouldn't. I'd be like, no. But 
to, I love you, love you. Let's go to go. Hannah and Otto, it feels off because they're like, that's weird. Yeah. We know her. Do we not know her? And then Hannah's like, maybe we don't know her as well as we think we do. So then, yeah, then she gets thinking about what happened to Adam. In 1933. And she has a gun. Yep. And she goes and finds... Because she realizes um, that, no, Althea is not the only one I told. Yeah, and... But she doesn't realize yet who... Who actually told. Yes. But in her mind now, she's like, it's Dev. Dev knows something. Dev, yeah. Dev turned Adam in. It yeah. wasn't Althea at all. It was Dev. Yes. And she goes with the gun to confront Dev about turning in her brother. Yes. And Dev is like, oh, honey. <laughs> we are also not the only ones you told about this. Yes. Well, I don't think she told Dev. She told da 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 Otto. Which mm-hmm. she doesn't even think about it because no. it's, it's just, like, her right hand. It's her, her like, if it was another part of you. Yeah. Which, he was in debts. Yes. And he was in trouble. Yes. Because he's been gambling a lot. And all of their their reasoning was he was going to get himself killed anyways. Yeah. Adam was going to get himself killed anyways no matter what because of what he was doing. Yeah. And he was really trying to radicalize people. I think it was like he was going to shoot some German officers or like bomb at a mm-hmm. hotel. Something like that. That's his plan. And so, yeah. So we find out it's Otto. We also find out that Dev is a double agent. A poor double agent. <laughs> uh, she's not great, but she's a double she, agent. She's not a good spy. No, she's not. And she was like... Um, she was giving so much. She was she was giving so much wrong information. She had to give some right information. Yeah. And in her mind, saving a thousand people over one person is the greater good. Yes. And it's wartime, so suck it up, Hannah. Yeah. I Basically, mean, that's that speech. Yeah, and Hannah understands it, but she's also like, it's her no. brother. Yeah. Also, like that's you knew that person. Like how? Like why? So. She goes, and she lets Dev live. Yep, she drops the gun, she lets Dev live. She's devastated now that she knows it was actually Otto who told the SS officers about Adam, because Otto is literally her other half. Well, Otto told Dev, and Dev told the officers. So, she goes to see Otto, who's still recovering from being beaten. Yes, and he automatically realizes that she knows. Yeah, he yeah he literally opens the door. He looks at her face and he goes, "You know now." Yeah, so we know why he's had like he's been so haunted, um, and it hasn't really been the same. And then they have this, you know, great speech falling out thing where she's like, "You know, I forgive you, but mm-hmm. I never want to see you again." Yeah, and then and he doesn't really apologize at all or no. try and excuse himself. He just says, you know, like, he would have died anyways. Yeah, and then she was like, well, how much was my brother's life worth? And he's like, $10,000. Mm-hmm. Something like that. And then she's like, you made me think Althea did it. You made me, you know... Yeah, it was a conscious choice on your part. Yes. You chose to make that... You chose to tell Dev. You chose to keep it a secret from me. Every and, day. Yeah, every day. And you chose... To let me believe that it was Althea who betrayed me. Yeah, and I, like, hurt her so much thinking that she betrayed me. Mm-hmm. So then she goes back to her apartment and opens a box of letters and books that she had from Althea. Yes. Who has been sending her for years. Yes. 
a letter consistently. And she thought it would be her saying, I, Begging for forgiveness. Yeah, I didn't do this, da, da 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 And it's not. It's her book. Yeah, it's the second book that she wrote. The one in the current timeline that's so popular. Yeah. And um, a visa to the America. United States. So that's how we know all the Hana got Which was to. actually great timing because, again, before the invasion yeah. of France. She needed to get out. She needed to get out, and she did. And so now we know how Hana got to New York. Yeah. But she didn't go see Althea because she was guilty. Felt guilty. Yeah. About how Because she, she blamed her. Yeah, and then how do you go to a person and say, like, I'm sorry, I was wrong. Which is, I think, how she was thinking how Otto felt. Like, mm-hmm. so now she was putting herself as a villain. Yeah. And I think Althea, at that time, was now going, like, I need to get over this. Like, I've been a recluse for, like, ten years because mm-hmm. of this. Like, Well, yeah, and Viv comes to Althea and spends, like, a whole week in this tiny town in Maine just trying to get her to talk to her. Mm-hmm. Because, like, their first meeting, Althea slammed the door in Viv's face, and Viv was like, all right, I'll come back. Yeah. Uh, and then she comes back with coffee, and then, like, little by little. Yeah, she came out of her little she, show. Yeah, and then Althea finally does decide, like, okay, I will speak at your little thing because I need to stop running yeah. away from everything. Yeah, I need to, like, make a stand for something. So then it all come, like, goes together into... The event. Finally, yes. we get to the event she's been planning. We get to the event. Robert A. Taft is there. He's unhappy. Always. He hates everything. He's mad. He's mad. He's such a jerk. Um, and Hannah gives... The best speech of the book. And Althea and Hannah didn't know that they were both there. Well, Hannah knew Althea was coming. Yes. Hannah did know. And yes. she still... Because, like... Uh, when Viv was asking Hannah to speak, which she also bribed her with, like, coffee, um, she was asking her to speak at this event and saying, like, oh, and I'm trying to get Althea James to come. And then Hannah, like, dies laughing. She's like, God, it's such a small world. Yeah. Like, what are the odds type of deal? But doesn't say anything beyond that. Yeah, she's like, we knew each other. Like, and that was it. Yeah, in 1933 Germany. And Viv kind of gets, like... Snippets of, like, mm, what do these women share? Because she gets the timeline mm-hmm. and then, like, how they both act around each other. So she knew something was a ruin. So, yes, Hannah does her amazing speech. Athea does an okay speech. Yeah, it's all right. So. Which, in the book, they frame it as, like, so politically incisive and, like, oh, it's going to get so many people mad. But in comparison to what Hannah just said, yeah. I'm like, oh, that's lackluster. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, Althea. Well, Althea even said, like, I have to follow that. Like, what? It was an amazing speech. Yeah. And so when... Best um, writing of the whole book. Calm down. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> so Althea gets off the stage and there's no Hannah. No, Hana. Hana is fled. Because she couldn't face her. No. Which is such a, like, a turnaround. Yeah, because Hana's been, like, the, the go-getter. Yeah. Athea, in, that, in that duo. Yeah, and Athea wanted to, like, kind of bury the hatchet and go, mm-hmm. like, you know, I don't have any hard feelings. I didn't sell it to your brother to get murdered, but, you know. I didn't, but I, you know, I don't have any hard feelings for you blaming me. I understand. Yeah, and she just wanted to be done with it, I think. Mm-hmm. And Hannah ran away, and then we get to, um, they talk about the bill, the amendment getting taken away. Yep. It, 
The event did what it needed to do. Yay, yep. Viv wins. She's Ooh, okay. Yeah, Viv. She's happy, go lucky. Sweet deal. Um, and then Althea comes. Althea comes. Knocking, knocking on, on door. Hannah's door, being like, hey. Yeah. And then. What's up? See, you know, they probably should, like, they didn't say, like, hey, this is actually what happened. No. We just jumped to, like, 1990-something. 1995. Yeah. We jumped the, straight ahead. Where yeah. They're at the, they're making, in the square where they burned the books yeah. in 1933, they're having, like, a commemorative memorial. memorial called the Empty Bookcase. Mm-hmm. Put there. Yes. And they come for that. And they're, like, 90. And, yeah, they're in their 90s. Viv's there. With Viv's daughter. daughter is there. The daughter is this like some type of political figure now. She's a house and uh, house of reps. Yeah, there you go. Um and yeah, and happily ever after. And they're aunties. Yeah, they're aunts now cuz they obviously stayed in touch yeah. and are the bestest of buddies. Yeah. So, and then that's how we ended it. I I did like that she finally got to tell in in Viv's story. Because it's like, what was going on with Edward? Like, was he gay? Because you you didn't think he was gay because he knew he had a bunch of girls. Yeah. Which, like, why did you guys get married? When you don't, like, you're not in, like, you love each other as friends. Yeah. But, like, a, like a very sibling you friendship You wanted to figure out what was going on because, like, there was a reason. You knew there was a reason they mm-hmm. got married. And it wasn't, like, the. It wasn't compa- actual like, love. Yeah. It, I mean, passionate it's love. friendship. And so you find out that they did it because she didn't want Charlotte to be destitute. Yeah, because in Edward's father's will, if Edward didn't get married, he would, he would leave all of his money to charity. Yes. And Edward and nobody else would get any money. And, and Edward figured, didn't want that to happen, especially yeah. as he's going off to war. Cause, yeah, because he knows he would get married. There was never a doubt. But because he was going to war, he didn't have any guarantee of coming back alive. Exactly. Obviously and he, he didn't, didn't want to leave his mom without anything. Yes. So he and uh, Viv got married. Yeah, because Viv had her own money. Yeah, she Viv's need- fine. Yeah, Viv's, <laughs> she don't care. Viv's in her own life. Uh, so she just didn't want to leave Charlotte destitute. Yes. Because Charlotte wouldn't take any of Viv's money. No, because Charlotte's kind of a by-proxy mom for her. Yes. Because Viv her- didn't grow up with... Parents. Well, she, her, yeah, her parents she died. She grew up with her uncle. And then he died. She's getting rich off deaths. Come on, Viv. So much. Viv yeah. probably has so much money. Yeah, she's, she's like, Like, I all of this ASE stuff is just play. I think she needed a cause. Those Manhattan she, ladies need causes. She just needs something to do. Yeah, they, they got their luncheons. They got their meetings. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what, if, uh, you ever write, like, read about the socialites? Yes. That's what they have to do. Or, I mean, they don't have to, but that's what they do. They, Philanthropy. Yeah. They got their causes. Gotta get, I mean, and it's good. They need something to do. You can't just, I mean, I was unemployed for like six months and I was going nuts. That's fair. You gotta, you gotta do something. And this is Viv's, this Viv's, is Viv's thing. thing. And we love it for her. And she's good at it. Yeah. She's real good at it. She's got gumption. She's so plucky. We sh- just write a book called Gumption. <laughs> it's just it's just Viv. <laughs> That's Viv's book. She's got gumption. So yeah, I like the book. I thought it was okay. I, I would recommend it. I don't know if I would. I think there are better books out there. I mean, there's better books all the time, but yeah, but about the same thing. I mean, again, there's such a breadth of World War II literature. 
I don't think anything What's your favorite new can be World written about World War II. Historical fiction. Probably All the Light We Cannot See. I don't even remember if I read that one. That's so good. I read, um, I think the one by Hannah. Hannah something. I don't remember. I read oh, too many Kristen books. Kristen Hannah? Maybe. She's got a lot. Of she different does. Ones. She does have a lot. Um, she writes a lot of historical fiction. I really like the one, um, the Siege of Leningrad one, but that one was really sad. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you something. What? Most of them are really sad. Oh, I know. <laughs> All the light we cannot see is also very sad. That's probably why I didn't read it. I've been trying to stay away from things that make me sad for many years. And yet she joined my book club. <laughs> oh, the Nightingale. Oh yeah, the Nightingale was very good. Um. I don't know if I had a choice in the book club. I'm here. You guys get me now. She's stuck. Yeah. Well, I don't have many choices when it comes to what I want to do <laughs> when I come to work. <laughs> you could have said no. I would have respected it. You would have, but <laughs> our bosses would be like, don't do it. <laughs> she needs a co-host. I know. And the mayor was leaving. And here you are. Here I am. Enjoy me, people. Co-host. Co-host. And- we are going to, especially maybe in the in the new year, try and change the rails of this a little bit and make it a little bit lighter. Um, can we but please? I, I probably should not be. If that is the case, I probably should not be in charge of picking the books. You aren't. Our readers are well, the ones. Of the choices. The, oh, okay. The I'm choices. Like, I was like, we give them a poll and everyone's like, I think is they're just sad? in my same boat and they like what I like. Look, I am I am naturally a pessimistic, uh, realistic person. But when I read, I tend, well, other than true crime, I try to get out of that. Fair. Usually it's a lot of fantasy. Uh, because the world is garbage. I don't know, but um, we didn't know that. so many good things. Like, Crying in H-Mart was so good. That was... So was Somebody's Daughter. But sad. Those, those were good books, but they weren't, like, murder. No. Murder, murder, murder. And I love, and I love a history, and I love a mystery, too. But I don't know. Our books have been so Cersei sad. was good. I, okay. Yes. We're always going to agree on Cersei was good. But like that's, that's the one Greek thing mythology. We can all agree on. Like I'm not. I don't know. A lot of, a lot of sad books, guys. Let's. Ooh, October. Let's just do something scary. You do something spooky. Spooky ooky for October. <laughs> Let's go get the that kids book, the scary tales, the sports so, one. Yeah, the scary stories. <laughs> the one that still the scares me. The one. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, in. The library, uh, my coworkers and I were talking about this the other day about what scared us as children because Jasmine asked us, like, the scariest book we've ever read, but the personalized reading recommendations were for a kid. And the one in Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark that always scared me was the lady with the ribbon around her neck because if she oh, took the, the ribbon, ribbon off, her head would fall off. No, mine was always if you watch, like read the book, the scary story book, and you look at the pictures, mm-hmm. it's always like the person with like, the spiders coming out of them. Ah, that's fair. And I was like, a fear. My, I still have that fear that something's going like, to crawl on me and like lay its eggs. I'm like, mmm. The Abs- ears thing. Oh, absolutely not. I want, and I told my husband this other day, I need to buy like an eye mask that covers my ears. Nothing's okay. getting in there. Nothing. Nothing. And I, because I have to hear the kids still, but I'm like, I don't want 
my ears. So uh, as I age, I become more insane, as fun as that could have been. I didn't know I could be crazier than I've always already been, but I have figured out I am. I think that's how it goes. Getting more neurotic. Yeah. Because you, you don't care. No. You're like, you know You what? really don't care as much anymore. You're like, this is just who I am. I'm just crazy. People are going to like it or not. Most that's people up to don't. Them. And I, you know what? I'm okay with it. Please leave me alone. I'm not looking to expand my friend group. <laughs> uh, I'm looking to de-scale my friend group. We're scaling back, guys. So, uh, how do I offend you people? How can I cut you? <laughs> I need to cut back on my taxes. <laughs> it's too many. Yes. So, yeah, I think October we should do something spooky. Spooky. Because... Should we read ghost story? Because mine's, I don't like ghosts. Oh. You're the one that said spooky. Uh, yeah, I know, but I think I have that thing where I think ghosts are real, and that freaks me out. Well, we'll think about it. We'll think about something spooky. And we'll put a poll And up. we'll put a poll up, and you guys can vote. Please, if we do, vote do a ghost story. Vote for the ghost story. Can we make it a happy ghost? Can we get Casper? <laughs> This is going to be... Devin Sawa. (laughs) Childhood crush. Uh, Age. Now you guys know my age. Yes. It's been revealed. But yeah. Some spooky. Join us then. All right. Bye-bye. Enjoy the Hoopla content you love in a new way with Hoopla Flex. Hoopla Flex allows you to borrow five titles from the library, return one Flex title to get another, check out a Flex title marked available, and start reading. To stay up to date with library news, follow us at SSJCPL on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or visit our website at ssjcpl.org.